Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this Monday morning, the 22nd of January. Thanks for joining us on SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Wherever you tuned in on the SEN app, you know the deal this morning. It's the same as when we left you 46 days ago. It's been 46 days since I've been in this studio. Lots changed around SEN physically. We haven't we haven't moved into the new studio as such, but gee, we've got some lush and plush offices around here as we all get back into business for 2024. So welcome to the show. 0457 736 736 is my text line. I want you to be busy this morning. And help me along as we get back into it and blow off those summer break cobwebs. one 1170 is the open line number. If you'd like to give me a call, we'll talk sport this morning. We'll talk what you've been up to across the summer break, what you've been watching. There is nothing left on Netflix that I haven't seen. So I might need your help on that one or I can give you some updates on what you've been missing out on because I have absolutely cleaned out the cachet of Netflix. So getting back on board with the sporting storylines that have been dominating over the last month or so and getting ready, of course, for what's ahead. As I mentioned, 46 days, Tommy and I just worked out since we've been working together. So a long break for me. But get this, it's only 41 days until the start of the NRL season proper. Of course, over there in Vegas, the doubleheader March 3. So 41 days, we'll be back into footy full swing. 45 days until the AFL season gets away, gets underway. We've got a T20 World Cup this year in the West Indies in the United States. That's 130 days away. And, of course, it's an Olympic year. So Paris 2024, we've got 186 days until the opening ceremony of Paris, and off we go in that. So it's that classic case of where's the year gone? <laughs> it's only the 22nd of January And we've got so much to look forward to it, and it'll be hitting us in the face before you know it. So I want you to tell me this morning, what have I missed over the summer break? What have been the things that have stood out for you? What's changed for you in the sporting landscape? What have you discovered about your sporting loves, hates, about your team, signings, what your expectations are across different sports? And we'll go through those in just a second. I mean, since I've been gone... Well, in cricket, Steve Smith's our new Australian test opener. Davey Warner lost and then found his baggy greens. In rugby league, Jerome Luai signed with the West Tigers, amongst other things. And as discussed this morning on Summer Breakfast, and we'll start with this right now, Ronald Volkman and the decision here after what's happened since leaving the Warriors, going to the Dragons, having an injured shoulder, needs surgery, and now doesn't have a club. So it's the kind of situation that Rugby League and the Rugby League Players Association fought so hard for in 2023 to make sure that you're covered in this scenario. And you wonder whether this is just a case of things falling through the cracks, bad management, mismanagement, uh, something else going on along the way. You just wonder, or perhaps a little bit of mix 
of, of all of the above. I mean, a lot of this happened over the Christmas period. In fact, it was triggered by the deed of termination on the 24th, so Christmas Eve. And I'll run you through the timeline in just a second. But then when we go back to all the drama that we had with the Rugby League Players Association and the standoff with the NRL, they dug their heels in so hard to protect their players from a range of situations, including this one. But you can't keep everything out of those cracks. So where are the cracks here and what do they need to do? So first of all, we've got to take a look at the priority, which is making sure that Ronald Volkman gets what he needs medically and that that's taken care of. So let's start there. Rugby League Players Association CEO Clint Newton, who hopefully will have a much easier 2024 than he did 23, spoke to Sammy Brecky this morning with James and Jalissa this morning and saying that the priority at the moment is working out who pays for Volkman's medical bills and, and that's all part of this contract scenario that they went through. The most important part is we have to start the process and work through it. I mean, I'm always in favour of everyone getting an opportunity to, to put their case forward and due process has to be followed. So, again, what we'll be doing is in, from our side of things, uh, we want to ensure that, that Ronald is fully protected and his contract is on foot because that's certainly the way in which it should take place. But no player should be left in a situation where they're having to foot their own medical bills um, due to the fact that they've sustained an injury whilst performing obligations of the club. So, again, we'll work through that process first uh, and we certainly are hopeful for a positive outcome there and, and then we can explore some of the other things that are available. So Clint Newton there this morning on Summer Brekkie answering all of the questions around this. I go back to an article that Andrew Webster wrote on January 13 in the Sydney Morning Herald and we picked our way through it this morning and he makes some very, very good points. As he points out in his opinion piece, he says, it won't be so easy for the Dragons, the Warriors, or Volkman's management to sidestep the questions that must be answered about how a 21-year-old has been left in no man's land without a contract. So, Dragons officials told Volkman on January 10 that they would not register his one-year deal after the scans that they had him sent for required or revealed that he requires season-ending shoulder surgery, the same shoulder that required a recon in 2022. And as Webby pointed out in his article, the problem for Volkman is his manager, Mario Tartak, signed a deed of release with the Warriors on Christmas Eve, which means he can't return to his former club and is unwanted by the one with whom he'd signed. He says, consequently, the fingers of blame are being pointed in all directions about how this fiasco could happen. There have been so many mistakes in this process, it's difficult to know where to begin. So let me just give you a bit of an explainer here on the timeline of the situation because it's come become a big talking point in rugby league and people are trying to understand where this has come apart. Deed of release from the Warriors signed by Vulcans management on Christmas Eve, December 24. The Warriors' medical report is tabled to them on January the 2nd. On January the 3rd, Volcom, Volkman is announced at the Dragons. The next day, in the yellow shirt, which means he can't be tackled at training, he trains at the Dragons. He has scans the following day on January the 5th, which is the Friday. By the time the results come back on the Monday, January 8th, it shows up that there are some serious problems. And on January 12, the NRL squad update by the Dragons mentions that 
Ronald Volkman's signing will not proceed. So that's the timeline of events. As Clint Newton pointed out this morning, and as they fought very hard for, no player should train without a registered contract. Now, the Warriors have slammed the suggestions that their club or medical staff had hidden the injury from the Dragons, and their chief executive, Cameron George, points to due diligence to another club should be going through before agreeing to sign someone. As the Rugby League Players Association, as I mentioned, pointed out and fought so hard for under the collective bargaining agreement negotiations, unregistered players shouldn't be training, and that's to protect them. And, of course, clubs have five days under rules to announce a signing before they have to register the contract. So that's where it's at at the moment. And that doesn't give you the answers. But no player should be training without a registered contract. So how was a deed of termination signed on December 24 before another contract had been registered with the NRL? And why did Ronald Volkman train with the Dragons on January 4 when his termination had been signed off on the Warriors on December 24 and nothing had been registered in between? It's a mystery. What do you make of all this? Do you think the NRL's at fault here? Do you think the management, do you think it's just a case of things have fallen through the cracks and hopefully it doesn't happen again? What should happen with Ronald Volkman at this stage? Where does the fault lay? Let me know your thoughts on that. 0457 736 736. Like I said, no clear answer out of all that, but an explainer of where we're at in the first drama of the rugby league season of 2024. Well, give me a call this morning on 1300 1170 Coming up this morning, Bryce McGain will join us to talk cricket. So the Big Bash Challenge at tonight at Carrara Stadium. Brisbane Heat v Adelaide Strikers. Winner to play the Sydney Sixers in the final at the SCG on Wednesday night. What have you made of the Big Bash this season? As you know, I spent a lot of time around cricket. I was out at cricket yesterday in the heat in Western Sydney. And a lot of people have been coming up to me talking about how good the Big Bash has been this season how much I've really enjoyed it and pointing to the fact that the number of games, we haven't been flooded with it so much that you can take a little bit of time to breathe and enjoy it with all of the other cricket going on. A lot of people would like our international stars to stay longer, but crowds have been up by 27% this summer. So that's more than 800,000 people attending the regular season matches. And there were six sold out regular season games Another five of those bringing in more than 40,000 fans, and that hasn't been done in seven seasons of BBL. So credit where it's due here. Cricket Australia have listened. They made some changes in a very complicated and busy calendar. They've managed to get it right. So tell me this morning, what have you made of the Big Bash this season? If you've invested in it more than previous years, why? What's been the change? Let me know your thoughts. Day nine of competition at the Australian Open. So round four continues today. We'll chat with Brett Phillips, Victoria Azarenka, Daniil Medvedev, Carlos Alcaraz, all featuring on centre court. In terms of Aussies in action today, round two of mixed doubles. So Matty Ebden and Storm Hunter, who are the top seeds against Jamie Fawless and Andrew Harris. Where's your interest level now, though, in the Australian Open that we don't have any singles players left in men's or women's draws after Alex Dimonor's demise Last night, we'll get to that in just a second. And Tom Decent from the Sydney Morning Herald and Nine Newspapers will join me, of course, to talk something that's 
been of interest last year, but I wonder if there's going to be a shift in the change of thinking this year. And I'm talking Rugby Australia and the Wallabies and, of course, their new coach in Joe Schmidt. So, boy, things have changed. We'll do a timeline, I reckon, sometime this week about what's actually gone on at Rugby Australia and who's gone where. But we know this. Eddie Jones isn't there anymore. Amish McLennan's not there anymore. We have Phil War as CEO, Daniel Herbert as the chair, and we now have Joe Schmidt as the new Wallabies coach. And this is going to be extremely different to the Eddie Jones era, which was all headlines, come and watch us, we'll keep you occupied, let's share in the dream, and nothing happened. So now we've got a bloke who, by his own admission, is boring. (laughs) He signed a two-year deal. So for the first time, we're not going to be talking about Rugby World Cup cycles, the four-year dream. We're talking about results that need to happen straight away, and in particular, the British and Irish Lions Tour being a success this year. So a very, very different message to the one that we've been used to of selling that World Cup dream has now become... In Joe Schmidt's own words, sweeping statements and lofty dreams don't win test matches. And what a breath of fresh air that was to hear and see that. It's been four years since he's been in charge of the Irish team as head coach. Of course, he's been assistant over there at the All Blacks. And his family situation in New Zealand means that he wants to spend more time there. But he's committed to the Wallabies for two years. And you wonder what's going to happen now and what's going to change. And I want to know from you this morning too, what will it take for you to become a believer in Australian rugby again? Because if we got, Tommy, I don't know, let's say 95% of our texters last year would have been anti-rugby Australia. I mean, we've got a very pro-rugby league audience and we know that. But the whole scenario about what happened with rugby Australia and the Wallabies in particular and the World Cup just left a really bad taste. But I think on the whole, the Wallabies are Australia's team, obviously, in rugby union, right? And as Joe Schmidt pointed out, there are plenty of people internationally who want to see the Wallabies go well. I reckon there are plenty of hidden, in inverted commas, people in Australia who want to see the Wallabies go well. The same kind of people that want to dump on them when it's going bad because, oh, rugby, 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 are the same kind of people, in my opinion, that want to see them go good. Because when the Wallabies go good, rugby in Australia goes good. It's that simple. So what does it take for you to become a believer in Australian rugby again? Do you want to see a change in the style of play? Do you want to see different players come back? Or do you just want to see the Wallabies being competitive and winning test matches again? Let me know your thoughts on that. 0457 736 736. Or give me a call this morning, one 300 01-1170. We'll cover the sporting headlines, of course, the results from the Australian Open. Busy morning in the NFL will be across all the divisional round playoffs because we've got games underway right now and also a big one coming up as well as we head towards the pointy end of that season. And our special guest this morning, Bryce McGain, joining me to talk cricket. Of course, Tom Decent will cover all of that in Rugby Union and Brett Phillips with the very latest from Melbourne Park at the Australian Open. So we're underway. We're back. We're ready to rumble for 2024. 2A and Tommy's here. I'm going to get your thoughts on a whole range of things. But come and join us this morning, folks, right here on the morning program.